must watch TV, but I'm going to turn the floor over to you because your 8-3 Miami Dolphins are traveling to San Francisco to take on the 7-4 49ers. And Puma, let me be the first one to say this. I think the Dolphins might be in contention for the best team in the AFC, bro. Uh, Jay, I concur with that, and I think that campaign is going to be solidified when they beat the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. That's right. I said Santa Clara, not in San Francisco, because they are 45 minutes away from the Bay Area. But no, with all that being said, the Miami Dolphins, they are a four-point underdog on the road, and it's like big brother versus little brother. You know, you can go back and look up the history of Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan. I mean, they, they essentially grew up together uh, type of deal. Uh, you know, McDaniel started off as a ball boy with the Denver Broncos. And, you know, now here we are. Like, we're, he's a head coach in the NFL. Um, you know, a little bit of a little bit of uh, some, you know, Latin flair, in my opinion. You know, a couple of those, uh, you know, Latin singers from the 90s. He's just oozing that kind of confidence type of deal. And, uh, you know, he's just a great guy. And, you know, he has his own, like, goofy coaching style. Uh, but that really resonates with the players. And there was a video of him being mic'd up this week where he yelled, like, clock, like, 55 times. And when they finally clocked it, he's like, nice. And it's just, like, little things like that is just what livens up the, the mood, in my opinion, in South Florida. And, you know, Jay, this is honestly the happiest I've been as a Dolphins fan ever. Like, ever. Really? I swear to God, ever. Ever. That's, ever. Just, that's a strong like, statement, bro. You know, the, the closest to this would probably be, like, that, you know, little flash in the pan with uh, with uh, Chad Pennington mm-hmm. when, you know, they were doing the Wildcat and all that stuff. Wildcat. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, this is the happiest I've been. You have, you know, Mark Anthony Jr., a.k.a. Mike McDaniel as the head coach. Mystic you know, Mac. Rico... Rico Suave, you got two attack of Iloa, which you know I wrote off last mm-hmm. year, and I am I am happily eating crow, and you know you can pull up the you, know, you can pull up the takes, you can pull up a blog you post. You were not I happy did. when they drafted, remember? I was not happy, Jay. I was I was more pissed about that than you were about Mac Jones being on your team. No, 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 no. Let's not be real. I am Come happy. No, 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 no. I was happy much more pissed. To, happy because, to because admit. I saw this coming for Tua. I knew he had it deep down in him, like. I don't think Mac Jones has anything deep down inside of him. Fair enough. But either way, this is the happiest I've been as a Dolphins fan. But but this is going to be a close game. It's going to be interesting. Tyreek Hill left last week with uh, you know a bit of an injury. But honestly, I, I think that was more just, hey, we're going to take everyone out type of deal. I mean, Teron Armstead against the, the Houston Texans. You know, he got a, a pectoral strain. And then I think Jeff Wilson got dinged up. And at that point... You know, Mike McDaniel did the smart thing, pretty much pulled out all the starters. Like, we're up handily. Houston's not coming back. Let's just do enough to tread water, win this game, get out. We're going to focus on San Francisco. Um, Early on, it sounded like Armstead was not going to play this week, but it sounds like Armstead is going to make a go and try to play. Uh, If he plays this week, uh, that is a massive boost on this offensive line. Uh, I get it. Armstead's not playing to his blind side because two is left-handed. But, you know, I think the offensive line is going to adapt to Teron Armstead's, you know, gamer mentality, warrior mentality, playing through that type of injury. And on the other side of the, of the ball, 
I mean, you you have a quasi dinged up secondary in the 49ers. I'm not taking anything away because D'Amico Rob, you know, Robinson has been, you know, I'm sorry, D'Amico Ryan has been a, you know, a breath of fresh air to this defense. It's almost like they didn't lose a step from when Salah left. I mean, D'Amico has done an incredible job on the 49ers defense. He's definitely going to get some head coaching consideration this coaching cycle. Um, but I think that, that secondary can be had with Waddle and Gasecki and Tyreek Hill. Um, but the other thing to keep an eye on is, you know, Elijah Mitchell is missing this game because he re-injured that knee and he's going to be out six to eight weeks. And it sounds like Christian McCaffrey has a knee aggravation of some sort that limited him in the game last week. And it's going to limit him at practice this week. And for a player that's had lower body injuries for the majority of his career, it's definitely something worth watching. So dude, give me the four points on the road. I understand it's big brother versus little brother, but this Dolphins team is on some incredible stuff right now. And I think if they win this game, not only are they going to cement themselves as the best team uh, in the AFC, but Jay, I wouldn't be surprised if Tua saw a massive bump in the MVP odds. Mm-hmm. I, I listen. I think he right now should be number two in the MVP odds to Patrick Mahomes. And if he didn't get hurt, like if he didn't get hurt, bro, like he would be. I'd be giving him the vote. I would. I think the Dolphins would have maybe one loss, maybe undefeated. Who the hell knows? Like mm-hmm. this team just like believes and oozes like confidence. Like it's so funny to see the turbulent like upheaval that was Brian Flores and, and and you know I've kind of kept kept an eye on him right obviously you're a Dolphins fan so we talk about them on the pod so I kind of get some of that as well through talking to you like it's just a completely different like culture shift right and and I saw this amazing quote about how last year there were times where Tua looked in the mirror and was like man do I suck like his his mm-hmm. confidence was so low and then this year in the offseason like Mike McDaniel is sitting down and showing him 700 of his best plays right and that's really helped him elevate his game back to the MVP level. And, like, let's be real, Puma. Like, quarterbacking or finding a good quarterback in the NFL is it, such a, a nuanced art because it's not just about your talent. If you have the, you know, Justin Herbert has the biggest talent in the world, but I think he's seriously lacking something that's that's a, 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 a makeup for him. Like, there's something that's not there. And I think Tua has it. Like, the quote-unquote intangible, like the fact that you can be a leader, the fact that you have something inside of you that keeps on pushing no matter how bad it gets, there's something that that kid has. And like, I, I keep bringing it up over and over again. I will never be able to get over the fact that he was thrown into a national championship game at the biggest cold. stage possible, cold. And he's just like, you know what? Freak it. I'm going to throw 90 yards down the field. And yeah, he had good receivers then, but like, those kind of balls are hard to find. And I'm so glad we're finally starting to see this Tua that we saw at, at Alabama. And, and I think it's a magical story. I think I think it's a bigger story in life. Like, if you're a manager or a person that can hire out there and you, you're seeing somebody struggle and you see that they do have something in them, just encourage them, man. Just, like, you know, make sure you help them out as much as possible. Don't, like, you know, crap on them. Like, take them by the hand, show them, build their confidence up, and you can, you can see how they'll prosper, man. 